Hello, everybody. You're very welcome to episode four of the Swinford Chats podcast with me, myself, Cahal Kelly. And myself, Tommy Stenson, in association with the Gateway Hotel, Swinford. There's great excitement this week, uh, unusual for the build-up to Christmas, and we also have an All-Ireland final this Saturday, so that's why I'm very giddy, and you'll notice a very big green and red um, team to this week's show as we look forward to the big match this Saturday. Are you a football fan, Tommy? Uh, I do watch the matches, I have to say. I wouldn't say I know a lot about it. I did play in Crow Park once, though, Cahill. Oh, very good. It's more than, more than I ever got close, I'll tell you. But I took early retirement. Uh, Manny will know the dancing kind of took over once you play croaker you said you'd I'd reached the pinnacle of my football career and uh, at that stage I thought I better I better go early well as those that know me would know that I'm a a GA note and uh, can't sleep these nights now with uh, the excitement of building up to to Saturday so uh, uh, I just suppose we don't know what we're going to do when we win it if we win it when we win it you'd start off the week kind of thinking we have no chance because obviously this is an exceptional Dublin team but as the week goes on and we get closer to Saturday you would start believing and you would start thinking geez you know we, we, we could do this we, you know it's a one off it's so unusual it's the week before Christmas have you any preparations that you usually do call before in All-Ireland uh, I would you would, but I wouldn't go into them here on the podcast and unfortunately with the pubs closed as well uh, my preparations are going to have to seriously change uh, this year because uh, they would involve uh, the pub very much so uh, th- th- that won't be happening this year but uh, yeah so it'll be uh, bed early on Friday night I'm sure and uh, we'll get ready for, for what's well, hopefully be it could be the perfect Christmas gift it would be you know Santa would never have to come to me again if he brought Sam home to Mayo this weekend and that is for sure and uh, you'll very much as I said in this week's show you'll very much see the, the green and red team so everyone we look, hope you look forward to the show and we hope you really enjoy it Well keeping with our Mayo theme this week we have a very special performance for you now from the Skullmura August Porrick School Choir under the direction of their music teacher Miss Teresa Costello They went to Dublin last January and performed at various locations throughout the capital and here was one of the songs they performed in Dublin's fair city, where the girls are so pretty, I first set my eyes on sweet Molly Malone, as she wheeled her wheelbarrow through the streets broad and narrow, crying cockles and mussels Forevermore, forevermore. 
This week's uh, episode four chat, I'm delighted to welcome uh, well-known Swinford man, Joe Mellis. Joe, you're very welcome to the Swinford Chats podcast. Thank you, Carl. Thank you for inviting me here. I think it's 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 great, a great privilege to be here in front, in front of you here and uh, saying my putting my spake in there. But I think there's great potential for your your podcast, and uh, it it will only grow from here. And uh, I would hope that that uh, maybe in time. I mean, we, some years ago we tried to get. Uh, Swinford Radio going, I think it was called, I can't remember what the actual name of it was there, but uh, maybe it can be reinvented or reinvigorized here out of this, but in the meantime, the best of luck with this. Thanks very much, and uh, I suppose this week uh, has very much got a football and an All-Ireland twist, unusual as it may be, uh, in the lead-up up to Christmas, and we are, of course, all looking forward to the All-Ireland final uh, this Saturday evening. And I suppose when I was chatting with Tommy to see who we could get on, I thought, geez, I know a man who was who was born not long before, just before the last time Sam, uh, Sam came home to me. So uh, I suppose I'm giving away your age, Joe, but it's no secret anyway. Yeah, well, you, well you can, you can work, work it out yourself when he was there, but I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be one, one of those people who was alive the last time that Mayo won the All-Ireland in 1951. And while I don't remember an awful lot about the match, and and, and uh, I certainly wasn't at it because uh, there was very few tickets available at the time anyways for it, but be as it may there, I remember hearing stories about the, the great comings uh, in, in, into, into Swinford uh, after winning the 50 and 51 there, and people telling me about fellas out the road there which, which uh, Forks with turf and fire on them, wel- welcoming the team. A great, a great thing. It must have been fantastic to be there because there were little or no cars, but fellas would be on bicycles and 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 whatever. But it's hard to believe that it's taken so long and that we still haven't won. But we we live in hope. And I suppose no one in your formative years, Joan, no one would ever have thought it would take us so long. And in fact, it was 1989 before we actually got back to a non-Ireland final. I remember myself being actually at the semi-final against Tyrone that year. So, I mean, those 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s, I mean, got the kids today would know themselves. They're up and down to Crow Park so much. There was a period in the 80s there, Carl, when... when uh, when we didn't even win a Connacht title. Yeah, I think that was 69 to 82 or something, I think, yeah. 12 or 14 years yeah. there that we won. We won absolutely nothing. But since then, we've been up and down that road so often there that the the, the, the cars were so were used to going up and down the road there. And uh, even the, 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 the restaurant owners and pub owners along the way used to be delight in us going there. And I remember in the early days, uh, especially going through the likes of Leakslip and 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 uh, those towns and Lucan and those places there, where the tra- traffic would be at a crawl, and unless we left Swinford uh, at eight o'clock on on a Sunday morning, I remember the match was at half past three. That was always the time there, but it would take us five or six hours to get up there, and that's 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 the way the roads were and traffic was and that. But at the same time, it was great fun. It was part of the whole adventure, and I'm, I don't know in fact. Uh, your own. There's, there's a well-famous Mellets Army, I suppose we'd call them, that uh, over the years have kind of clocked up many miles together, not just to Crow Park, but all over the country. That bus that bus has been has been here, there and everywhere from from times a day that we went down one day 
and people find it say, well, look, he's not he's not being truthful in this there. But we were in the same league as 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 Kilkenny in in in, in the football. Things weren't great, but we actually played Kilkenny down down in in, in Nolan Park uh, w- one year. I remember that day. I think our own Sean Rotney made his debut down there. That yeah. Day. So so they were so they were we were kind of a bit down at the at the bottom tier at the at the, at the time, but. But my first memory of Crow Park is there, as I can remember it as vividly as if it was only very recently there, was in the All-Ireland semi-final in 1967, when uh, Meads beat us, I think the score was something like 2.13 or 2.14 to 1.13, about two goals that, that was in it there. And uh, it, 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 I still have memories of that, about going up. And I used to go to most of my matches with them, um, Eddie Casey, who was Edo's, Edo's uh, dad, uh, he used to bring me up uh, to, to those matches, in fact, all over all over the country. So they're, they're nice memories. What's it been like this year? Because you haven't been able to kind of get that atmosphere from going to the matches, Joe. Uh, it's been problematic and uh, I'm, 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 I'm ready to, to, to break out. I'm not sure what to do, but psychologically, I never thought I'd be watching the the, the match uh, on my own. Well, now I say on my own, my wife was watching with with me there. But uh, when I was used to being in with with big crowds uh, up up in up in uh, the fellow says in the the various uh, <laughs> pubs and 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 and, and clubs in, in in Dublin there and stuck in among hundreds and hundreds of supporters there, this year has been traumatic, and uh, I'm not sure what in the name of God I'm going to do. When, when, after we, after we win it on Saturday. So you're hopeful about winning, Joe. My attitude in life is to be positive. There's no point in in delaying anything. There, you have to seize seize the day. Whatever is going to happen tomorrow happens tomorrow. So I want everybody to be positive. It won't be easy on on Saturday evening. It will be it will be extremely difficult. But remember, there was only a point in it there for a good few matches between ourselves in Dublin. A point either way can win the day. And can the goosebumps here, Tommy, because like Joe, if Mayo win on Saturday, I'll break out as well <laughs> in many ways, psychologically and other ways. But would you be an easy man to watch a game with, Joe? Uh, dif- difficult, difficult. Now, as the fellow says, I, I would I would probably get carried away a bit bit too much there, roaring and shouting, and people will, will say in the, in the stands, will that fellow ever shut up? But... I, I won't. I don't. I don't mean any harm. But I just. I just longing for the day when I will see my second All Ireland. Very good. Very good. And Joe, I suppose Mayo football, like it's, it's such a huge part of our psyche, isn't it? I mean, as we're a county that punches above our weight in so many ways. But the football journey, going back to 1951 and even before that, it really is. Uh, it's it's a key part of our ingredient to being a Mayo person. But the GA is such a hugely important organisation there, and year after year, there there are there are there are guys come up, great footballers like our own Porrick Kearney, who was probably maybe as long as as as, as we can remember, one of the, one of the all time greats there. But there are so many other other famous people, right up to date to to local local people like David David Heaney and then Killian O'Connor today and all that. And all the youth, and we all like to aspire to what they're doing. Because remember, they're all amateurs. And they instill in us a will uh, to, to win, a will to do your, their best uh, for, for their county, represent their county at the, at the highest levels. And by God, it's not without trying. They, they, they really have put their backs into it there. And, 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 and they, they deserve support. Uh, they, they deserve victory. I mean, I'm I'm waiting 69, as the fellow says, 
since 1951 for the last Ireland, but they're also waiting for year after year. And whereas we as supporters can keep going to the matches, a player's life will only, will only last so many years there and then they have to give their best. And talking about supporters, Joe, I'm sure over the years as well, it does give, it keeps that connection with home for the many, many people who unfortunately have had to leave areas like Swinford and move away and who uh, we're very glad are, are tuning into this podcast in their droves and we wish them all well. But uh, it, it's, it's, it, it, not that they need that connection with home, but it gives that great excuse, I suppose, to come home regularly and, and I'm sure you meet a lot of them up in the pub or, Oh, of course. Remember, I know this, we're in a difficult year, but let's say prior prior to the year 2020 there, people were coming home from Australia for the weekend for matches. That shows such serious enthusiasm, uh, as the fellow says. The cost involved is, is immaterial. We're going wherever Mio was playing more than that day long ago when we went to Kilkenny. Now they're coming from Australia, and it, it's fantastic. That's right. I know that like, certain lads, you just know will be home for the semi-final and final. You don't even have to ask them. You just know that they'll, they'll do whatever they have to do to get back from wherever they are. They will, they will do their best, and every single one of them are willing... If they were asked on the sidelines, if any, if any put on a jersey to come on and play for Mayo, will you be, you'd be knocked down in the rush. Would you be a superstitious person, Joe? Do you believe anything to the curse that's out there? No, there's no such, there's no such thing as a curse there. But it, it makes, it makes for, 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 for print, and the print media love pushing things like that. There was never, there was never a funeral in, 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 in Foxford. And in any event, uh, there were... Like that's and it has been added to over the years there, but there's no doubt. Uh, you people will say, "What the hell is wrong there?" Uh, there's nothing wrong. It's just that things haven't come right, and we've been unlucky to have come up against teams that are just that little bit better than us. And I remember distinctly uh, the years of '63, '64, and '65, '66 when Galway were at their peak. And in several kind of finals, they beat Mayo by just one point. And they went, they went on and win, won three All Irelands in a row there. And that was that was, as I say, it was unfortunate. If if Dublin weren't there, we'd probably be going for three or four All Irelands at this stage. Is there? But Dublin will be bet someday. I'm 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 wouldn't put all my money on it for for Saturday. But I'd be quietly confident that anything can happen, especially on a day where there's no crowds, there's no Hill 16 to propel on on, on, the, on the dubs there. We have a gang of, of, of players there, especially the, 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 older, the older guys that are, that are, as the fellow says, biting at the, at, the, at the bit there, but the young guys as well who run, who'll run forever there, and they don't seem to have any fear or worry whatsoever, especially as against the dubs. So they're going to, they're going to do their level best, and again, as I said earlier, it won't be their fault if they don't win on the day. Do you think that maybe this year some teams have done better because of the no crowds, maybe uh, the lack of meeting people in the week beforehand, not travelling together to the match? Is there less pressure this year? Perhaps, but I think uh, one of the great things that has happened in this particular campaign is that it's a knockout competition. And that's why the likes of, 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 of Cork beat Kerry and, and Tipperary, Tipperary, Kerry, Tipperary came along and, and, and beat Kerry. Uh, it's 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 the every man for himself. There are 15 players on each side. There's no back door there, and I think it has added tremendously to football. And I certainly would like to see that that concept and that that way of way of playing the the, the matches retained. 
you'd be very much a traditionalist. So in that sense, you would like to go back to the. Do you think they they are tinkering with it a bit too much though with super rates and? It's it's unfortunately it's probably all to do with money, 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 matches after matches, and uh, we've, we've fellow says it was it was it's getting expensive to follow the Mio team. There's no denying that there we find the money somewhere there. But it's 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 uh, there, there must be a better way, and maybe there should be a, a major competition with knockout thing, and maybe have another competition for those that are that are knocked out there. But I certainly would go for the old traditional way of doing it. But regardless of, of which way it's going to be there, in my lifetime we're going to win more All Irelands. Great stuff. And uh, do you think Joe has the club suffered with the with the the way the county game, I suppose, has grown? to be such a huge brand that it is now that has, has that I suppose I know you you are involved in our own local club here in Swinford yeah well our own our own local club has, has, has done tremendously well there but the, the thing is that the the the, the clubs are all suffering uh, from from all the other sports There's a lot of young fellas taking up rugby and, and and soccer and that's that's their that's their right there but so it's it's been pulled at from from all sides here and Swinford has a fantastic team of players and mentors and, and all that type of thing and and where where is there they're they're not at the top of, of where they'd like to be there uh, that, that that will that will happen uh, it's 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 as regards them suffering as regards uh, the, the, the 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 county teams and things like that that all falls into place there it's 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 positive and uh, remember from the player has to start out at club level and that's where and and it has been identified this year in more ways than one that clubs that aren't even playing senior football that great players have come out of them. And I, I remember one in fact one James Carr down there who was who was who wasn't in the top echelon at all. And look what he's look what he's proven. That's right. I think it really has shown this year a few things that hopefully the GA will have a look at. And I know our own club, Joe, our own local GA club, no more than a lot of the other clubs and organisations active in our in our town and area here. But uh, the GA club was was very involved in stepping up to the mark when COVID in this most unusual years hit, and 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 helped out greatly. So it goes beyond it goes beyond the football pitch. The, the, the GA when 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 push comes to shove, Swinford GA stood up and were counted there. And in the in the early days of COVID, the first lockdown when people were were in quarantine and cocooning and that, they they delivered somewhere around twelve hundred. Uh, meals and 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 urns and messages and and prescriptions and that to all those that were in need and and that's that's a fantastic achievement by a group of players from a small town there in in in, in the west of Ireland the people I'm proud of to be from Swinford and to be a, a part of that particular organisation uh, who st- stopped at nothing to help those in need. That's great, and we, we do say thank you to the Swinford GA Club for all they've done this year throughout the community, and as I said, all the other clubs, of course, and clubs and organisations. It's fantastic. I know yourself, Joe, you're you're well from all the different positions you've held over the years. A few of them you've passed on to me now, which help me know, and I wasn't at those AGMs. But uh, you, you know the Swinford and the area, and we've touched on this over the few podcasts so far, the, the voluntary work that goes on in a community like our own. Is, is really it would make you very proud it really it really cannot be quantified if you look at all the different organizations who are all doing their their little bit but put put together it's 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 fantastic and whereas we we're fellas we might shout and roar at each other and 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 and, and fall out at times 
when when the chips are down and something has to be done, there's no better town than than Swinford to answer the call. And I suppose we know you're a huge sports fan, uh, but you've, you're also a former Cahirlock of Mayo County Council, uh, a former councillor, uh, and and lots of names to add to uh, add, add to your bow. Uh, but you must be proud as well the fact that you you have one of the oldest businesses in Mayo and the country. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm lucky to be. Fellas, says I was actually born in the pub, as a lot of people don't realise there, but uh, the. The business is there since 1797 or thereabouts. There's 223 years there. Uh, Marie has now taken over as I've, I've gone gone different a different route. She's taken over. She's the seventh generation of the family to be behind the bar. Uh, unfortunately, the year that's in it, it's, it's proven extremely difficult. Uh, it's the first time in the 223 years, apart from any family matters there, that the pub has ever closed. So... That is a that is a psychologically and a, and a mentally challenging position to be in. We were just talking earlier there, Joe, and we were just saying how lucky we were to have the Swinford 250 celebrations last year. Um, I suppose we we got that in in the nick of time because it would have been a, a real downer, as he said. It's been it's been a hard year, that would, and we were lucky to get that to get that in. Did you enjoy the, those celebrations last year? Oh, they were fantastic. Well, as I say, it's like as I said at the start about seizing the day. Thanks be to God, and we were we, there were meetings after meetings as to when exactly was going to be the 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 exact year there. But I think you, Carl, proposed there then that we we'll, we we'll go ahead with it. It's going to be it's going to be done this year, and we and we did it, and it put Swinford on on the map, through, round round the world there, and and the amount of publicity that the town got, which will be rewarded thousands of times over when things return to normal. It it, it was great. I was proud to be part of it. Absolutely, I think we the connections we we remade and made new connections were absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, Joe, you mentioned there, uh, Marie is after taking over the the license. That was a we and we wish Marie all the very best, and as hopefully positive signs are on the horizon, and we really look forward to to, to everyone getting the green light soon. But uh, they must be very proud to and uh, to pass on that mantle to the seventh generation, as you said. Oh, I'm proud. My 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 father gave it to me, hand, handed over the license to me, and in uh, 1980, so I was there 40 years there, and I'm delighted to hand it over to Marie. Uh, I'm, I'll be nearly 70 years of age very very soon now, so it's time to move on. Uh, the word retirement uh, isn't in, in my vocabulary. I'm just moving aside. I'm going, to do, I'm going to do other things there, but I want to do my own thing now. I won't, do, have any, I won't have any other involvement in auctioneering or in the pub business or in the news agents business, which unfortunately we, 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 we closed uh, during the year there because of, it was a, an accident of, of, of COVID there. But, but Marie will, will, will handle the show there. She's, she's starting to do online business now, selling, selling hampers, and it's going tremendously well there. And I'm proud to be her dad and to see her carrying on the name the Mellet Emporium into the next generation. Yeah, and I think Marie has done really well over the last number of months. Uh, she's appeared on many national TV programmes and she's been a huge voice for the publicans and uh, she's done great work over the last couple of months. But I know as well, uh, last year you appeared on a... Uh, a antiques program on Sky. Is that another little hobby collecting uh, things? Well, you see, because the, the 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 pub is there that long, there I've kind of been involved in in bits and pieces like that there, and 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 wheeling and dealing myself there. So I didn't I didn't mind. 
And uh, well, some people were actually critical about my being on on the the what do you call it the antiques roadshow or whatever you call it, um, the American American pickers. I think it was American Irish pickers there. Uh, it was it was a bit of it was a bit of fun there. And the guys who were doing the program, they really did their bit there. So you cannot believe all you see or hear on on, on television. But what it has done is brought brought great publicity to the to the pub and great publicity to the to the town and the area there and people are talking about it so only when they stop talking you're in trouble absolutely and as you said joe you, you'll have a bit more time in your hands so we might get you back involved in a few of those positions yeah yeah you're relentless but you're lucky enough joe kevin is only over the road in sligo and of course roshin is here in, in swinford as well so it's great to have the family all around you there's no doubt no doubt kevin kevin and and and, and marie and roshin i'm proud of the the three of them there uh, i also have have um another job looking after my five um, grandchildren there and uh, it's 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 fantastic it's 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 as the fellow says they're from age from five and a half uh, down down to 18 months or so there and uh, to 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 them all as the fellow says there i i look forward to seeing them grow up and and uh, wish them all the best for the future Brilliant. Well, Joe, we, we, we wish you all the very best for the future. As you said, I hope to enjoy that time with your family and your grandkids at all. And again, we hope you're celebrating this come this Saturday evening. And I, well, just to finish on my side of it there, I certainly have to, to throw my weight and wish the, James Horden and the, and the team the height of, of, of good luck uh, for, for this uh, coming uh, Saturday. Uh, just to say, James and, and, and co, we're, 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 all, we're all behind you. Do your best and that's all you can do. So, of course, it's time for our local news now. And uh, there is now free public Wi-Fi in Swinford. Earlier this year, Mayo County Council were successful in securing €60,000 under the Wi-Fi 4 EU initiative. This uh, European funding was matched funded by the Department of Rural and Community Development. So the Wi-Fi 4 EU project will provide a free outdoor public Wi-Fi service. The service is now installed in public places such as main streets, public parks and other public areas of high footfall. So the initiative aims to provide high quality internet service free of charge in these public spaces. So that's uh, great for the town of Swinford and of course in Calasser, the Connected Communities Remote Working was launched on Friday last. Uh, in a live uh, broadcast uh, on mayo.ie and that is of course under the national broadband plan so uh, we're definitely getting more connected here in Swinford and the surrounding areas that's absolutely Tommy and that'll be a great boost for the for the area uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Christmas appeal continues this week uh, as we said last week uh, they're unable to hold their annual church cake collection this year which is actually their only sole of income uh, in the normal year so uh, this year they have envelopes left around the town our donations can be made on svp.ie forward slash Swinford appeal uh, any help is greatly appreciated and uh, you can help a family through this winter in these most unusual times. So we'd ask you to look out for those Vincent de Paul uh, envelopes around the town. Swinford Tidy Towns and Swinford Lights Committee would like to give a very big thank you to Donald Byrne and the Big Red Barn for donating and erecting the new crib on Market Street, uh, which looks absolutely lovely, I have to say, uh, having seen it over the last few nights. Uh, the committee would also like to acknowledge the contribution of MP Moran, Mellet's Emporium, Tower Hardware and Paddy McNulty. 
city. A big thank you also to Deirdre Fahey and the Thuse workers uh, for clearing the site and completing the crib and for all the help they give during the year. The committee would also like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a happy Christmas and God's blessings for 2021. They look forward to seeing more people come out to help them make Swinford a cleaner and more environmentally friendly town in 2021. And the message is to keep Swinford clean this Christmas. And Swinford GEA held their uh, weekly 50-50 draw last night in Campbell's Lounge and the lucky winner was Edward Prendergast. The Swinford GEA 50-50 envelopes can be got throughout the town or can also be played online. Some other Swinford GEA news this week. Uh, we send our congratulations to Michael Campbell, a um, long-time club member of Swinford GEA who has been selected as president of East Mayo GEA for the coming year. And uh, your congratulations are sent to you, Michael. Uh, the Swinford GEA club draw tickets are also available for club officers at 10 euro each with some fantastic prizes to be won. Tickets are available online at swinfordgea.ie and as I said, from club officers. Uh, so um, other club news as well, as we always say, there's plenty of money given out in Swinford each year from the GA and also Swinford Athletics Club held their 50-50 draw last night and their actual Christmas draw. So uh, the list of winners can be found on the Swinford Athletics Club Facebook page and the lucky winner of the 50-50 draw was Porrick Welch. And also similarly, the Athletics Club envelopes can be found throughout the town. All monies raised, being raised by the Athletics Club at the moment are, are going to complete the running track that's proposed up there at the amenity park and would be an absolutely fantastic addition to the amenities of the town when completed. So we wish them all the best of luck with that. And now just talking about the amenity park, the Swinford Community Lotto continues every week. As I was saying last week, I'm, I'm waiting for it to hit the 15,000 before I play the right four numbers. So next week it's at 14,000, 14, sorry, excuse me, 800. So if anybody wants to come along and beat me to it, the pink tickets can be found throughout the town. And I know the next big development for the pink lotto tickets is aiming towards is an AstroTurf pitch up there at the, at the amenity park. Another fantastic amenity to the town as we grow and develop all the serv- amenities and services and we wish all the clubs the very best of luck with their fundraising throughout the, every, each week and throughout the year and if you can we'd ask you all to please please support them and all the other clubs as well and then as we say each week if any club wants to send us on in some information uh, they can do so at swinfordchats at gmail.com just on a quick short note I know the the last man standing competition that Tommy cha- talked about last night with the Swinford Soccer Club is still is kicking off I think it's this weekend yes. and I think they can find the details there on their Facebook page Exactly Swinford FC and of course Calaster 50-50 the winner of the 50-50 draw was Patricia Smith who won 555 euro with Laura Grork and Harrington's winning a 20 euro spot prize each the December draw will take place in mid-January so be sure to get your tickets before then for the Calaster 50-50 and as always as we're coming up to Christmas and uh, into the new year we remember to shop local and uh, keep your business in the Swinford area this year. And just on another short note regarding the Christmas season, as Father Dermot, uh, as our guest last week, alluded to the differences in the preparing and uh, the, the servicing of the Christmas masses this year. So uh, I know it's uh, ticket only, and as far as I'm aware, probably all the tickets are already distributed. But people can find the Swinford masses online. If you Google Swinford, Swinford Church or Swinford Mass, uh, that will bring you to the right link online. And you can enjoy the the Swinford uh, services from the church in the comfort of your own home and uh, I know the church would be very grateful if as many people as possible could do that and you can tune into that from here locally in Swinford and from all over the world.
And we've reached the end of another podcast. And of course, it means that we have to reveal the answer to last week's question. So, Cahal, uh, remind us, what was it again? The question last week, Tommy, was uh, when Humbert's army uh, marched through Mayo and came into Swinford, uh, they had a very famous barbecue up in the square. And I asked you what, what, local, what instruments did they use to uh, feed their, their thousands of men, I suppose it was at the time. And... Uh, any luck with the, getting the answer? Well, I only know because we had so many entries and I, I kind of took a little peek at those earlier on in the week. And uh, But reveal it for us, Carl. The answer was that they actually used the gates of uh, Rapson House at the time. They took down the, the, which I would imagine must have been pretty big gates, took them down and uh, very intuitively used them to further barbecue in, in, in the town. So uh, that's a very kind of famous uh, folklore of Swinford. So um, as Tommy said, we had plenty and plenty of uh, entrants into this week's competition and the lucky winner is Anita McNicholas from uh, Park Road so uh, originally from Park Road so thanks very much Anita for entry and you have won a 25 euro voucher for here at the Gateway Hotel so I've been thinking again now this week now I was thinking uh, what question would I throw at Tommy this week and I suppose absolutely well I suppose sticking with the team of the show this week so Tommy uh, a very famous uh, Mayo last one to Ireland as we know in 1950 and 1951 and one of the top men on that team was a man here from Swinford who uh, subsequently emigrated to America like many people in the area but he had a very famous nickname so I'm going to ask you, if you, do you know of the particular man I'm talking about? Or? I do, I do. do you know Poor Carney. Do you know what he, what, he's, what, he's, what he was otherwise known as? I don't, I'll have to find out. So if you could let us know that, if you want to enter the competition, send in your answers uh, through our website or at swinfordchats at gmail.com and uh, we'd be delighted to get your entry and uh, we'll reveal the answer, hopefully, as we're celebrating uh, the next Mayo win uh, this Saturday. So on that note, everyone, we hope you've really enjoyed the show. Um, and this week, we're going to play out with a very famous Mayo song, The Boys from County Mayo. This song was recorded by a, a group of Swinford musicians. We got together here, actually, a couple, in, a couple of years ago, and we, we called them, for the purpose of this song, we called them the Stout-Hearted Men. And um, the Stout-Hearted Men are Porrick McNeela, Rob Thornburg, Jerry O'Sullivan, Donald McNeela, Brian Gallagher, and Stephen McDonald. And then they have a wonderful rendition here of the boys from County Mayo. We wish the Mayo team the very best this coming Saturday. And we hope wherever you are all over the world, you, we hope you enjoy the match. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Far away from the land of the shamrock and heather In search of a living as exiles we roam but whenever we chance to assemble together We think of the land where we once had a home But the homes were destroyed and our soil confiscated The hand of the tired and brought plunder and woe The fires now are quenched and our hearts decimated our once happy homes in the county Mayo. Long years have now passed since with hearts full of sorrow the land of the shamrock we left far behind. But oh, how we'd love to be going back tomorrow to scenes of our youth which we still bear in mind. 
The days of our childhood, it's now we recall them They cling to our memory wherever we go And the friends of our youth, we will never forget them They too are exiled from County Mayo From historic Kilala, from Swinford to Kala, Ballyhonis and Westport and Old Castle Bar. Quilchama and Clare Morris, Belmullet and Eris, Gil Kelly and Knock that are fame near and far. Bal, Bal and Robal and Anne Bohola. Logs and Foxford a few miles below Newport and Kong with Elstrid and Manola Charlestown too in the County Mayo Dublin to play in a final like of times before. The red and green army to Crow Park go marching to take Sam Maguire back to County Mayo. So boys pull together in all kinds of weather. Don't show the white feather wherever you go. Like a brother and help one another Like stout-hearted men from the County Mayo Like stout-hearted men from the County Mayo